0: hey guys welcome back to another episode today i'm on the floor with freesia what's good what? <laughs> Ew, that was so cringe oh. but it's okay i'm
1: just a cringy person
0: it's okay i'm an awkward person yeah. everyone knows it okay um but yeah this is our first one-on-one i know How
1: thank fun. you for having me
0: wait that was so awkward <laughs> okay redo what's it wrong with <laughs> okay, redo, no, redo, no 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 let's just roll with it okay it shit okay like <laughs>
1: okay okay (laughs) just embrace the awkward embrace the
0: awkwardness okay okay what are we talking about today all right today we're gonna talk about breakups um more specifically just how we deal with it how we heal what we do after it um Mm -hmm. i actually get a lot of questions about Mm -hmm. this so um i thought it'd be good to talk about i mean i know we both not really recently, but we both kind of have it still a little fresh in our memory. So, yeah. do you want to jump into it?
1: Yeah, I could just jump right in. Okay. Just to give everyone listening a little bit of background. Yeah. I've been single for a little over a year now, which is crazy to think about. Mm. Um, cuz time is just flying, but I got out of a year-long relationship last July. So, I've definitely had ample time to reflect. And heal and you know talk a little bit about how I overcame it because Mm. just to be very honest I was broken after this most recent Mm, one mm. usually like I'm pretty strong and good about breakups but this one I was just so invested it felt like my most mature adult Mm. relationship and I just loved the guy so much and not really love but I think I idolized him. him yeah I I yeah. put him on a pedestal so that put me in a very dangerous place but
0: no I feel that completely yeah that was me too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah um how did you go through all of the emotions you know like I know how hard it can be too and mm-hmm. it's very hard to think logically and rationally mm. it's like how do you navigate all of that
1: so I'm a very logical person and I'm pretty good about separating my emotions and also understanding what is right for me Mm. so when I got out of that relationship the first thought I had in my mind was finally
0: really yeah I
1: was like it was kind of it was devastating but it was a breath of fresh air because that Mm. relationship it wasn't I already knew that it wasn't gonna last long just because we had such an unstable foundation. And it was just a matter of time. And I remember throughout the relationship, I kept thinking about, you know, when is, when is he going to finally do it? When, when are we going to break this off kind of thing? Mm. Which is such an unhealthy place to be in.
0: Yeah.
1: But when we broke up, I was like, finally, even though I was broken. And um, really, the process kind of i i kind of paved the way for my healing process Mm -hmm. because i'm such a logical person i was like okay freesia this is a really tough breakup for you this is a hard time let yourself be sad cry Mm. it out cry sob just be in your room Listen to all the music you
0: want. Oh my god,
1: music. Yeah, music. Yeah. That Yo.
0: really gets me through. <laughs>
1: yeah. When you're sad and going through a breakup, you just want to yeah. like listen to songs that relate to it so hard and just cry even harder. I, mean,
0: I, I make a playlist for myself of yeah. all of the sad love
1: songs. It makes you feel a lot better. You just yeah. listen to
0: the lyrics and you're like, no, 100%. that's me! <laughs> I get it.
1: Uh, but just... I I allowed myself a period to be sad. Mm. And I think that's so important because normally I'm the type to be like, all right, like, cause I, I'm a tough lover. So I'm tough on myself too. So Mm. I'm like, stop being such a little bitch and get over it. Be strong. Don't cry too much. Don't dwell. Just move on is what I used to tell myself. But the older I am, obviously I need to allow myself to feel Right. And marinate in that sadness in order to fully be able to move on. Otherwise, you're just suppressing the sadness and emotions. Mm. And that's just going to blow up in your face out of nowhere one day if yeah. you constantly do that. So anyone who's listening, going through breakup, it's okay to be sad. Obviously, you're going to be sad. And yeah. let yourself be sad. Be okay with crying yeah. and feeling the pain. It hurts like hell feeling the pain. Mm. It's It's... A broken heart hurts so freaking yeah. much, you know? And I would rather go through physical pain
0: than go through that. Yeah. No, a broken heart is something that I wouldn't wish upon, like, anyone. Anybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even like, my worst um, enemy, enemy. Yeah. like, no one. Really? Yeah, dude.
1: That's that really sucks. nice of you. It could be, because uh, imagine you have a hater. It's like, damn, I wish he had a broken heart.
0: <laughs> no, but, like, I think because I had my f- first kind of real heartbreak... I definitely understand now just like how difficult it is Mm -hmm. because I've only been in two relationships and Mm -hmm. the first one was very different. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the second one, it hit me maybe a little more just because of circumstances. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think in terms of like how I moved on, I think like you, I had to let myself just feel everything I was feeling. You have to. Yeah, for like the first, I don't know, like maybe a couple weeks or so, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, al- I also just kind of didn't want to talk to anyone. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But then after that passed, talking about it did help me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when having a strong support system is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think reflecting on what you could have done differently in a relationship is healthy for like your own personal growth. Mm-hmm. But I think it can get to a point where it's self-destructive. Yeah, And for me, it was always self-destructive. And oh. I was just like... I kind of put all of the blame on me yeah. and I, yeah, I was kind of carrying the weight mm-hmm. of the breakup mm-hmm. and the heartbreak. I was like, this is all my fault. Like mm-hmm. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have said mm-hmm. this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think when you get to that place, that's why friends are so important. Cause they're kind of that voice of reason to bring you back and be like, no, like this isn't your fault. Like, no, this has nothing to do with like who you are as a person, how like, you shouldn't be viewing yourself this way. You shouldn't like value yourself any less. And like, Mm -hmm. I think that was definitely what I needed to hear in those moments.
1: So I guess we can kind of break it up into stages. So stage one would be like marinating in the emotion and feeling, allowing yourself to feel and be sad because you have to do that. And even if it means cutting everybody out for a little bit, do it. Um, And then I guess phase two is like really leaning on that support system to reflect on it, talk about it, and... I guess, see what went wrong, but not for the sake of, like... Not for the sake of, like, going back to the relationship, but to grow. Right. You want to reflect to and get different perspective to see, like, you know...
0: What can you take into your next relationship? Yeah. To, you know? Yeah. And moving
1: forward. Yeah. And, like, why were, were certain issues brought up? Is it because, you know, there's a deeper issue in myself? Or is it, you know... So, I think... Also... This is going to sound so cliche, but you really just want to work on yourself and take it as an opportunity to really focus and learn about the things that you're lacking maybe Mm. and improving and growing because this is going to be the first time you're alone out of nowhere. It's breakups are so sudden because you go from night and day. Mm -hmm. You go from talking to someone every single day to suddenly... That person just like disappears, you know? Yeah. And it's such a drastic change. So once you're kind of done with, you know, sobbing and crying and you've, you know, touched base with your support system, I feel like that's when you kind of have to button up a little bit, put yourself together. It's like, okay, now let's see what we can do to move forward mm-hmm. and grow. And for me, at least most recently, I channeled that energy into focusing on my health.
0: Mm, that's me too. Yeah.
1: yeah I, I started working out a lot more. And um, it's because also that relationship made me realize how mean I was to myself and unkind mm. I was. And I didn't care care about myself at all. Getting out of it is what helped me realize that. Really? When, when, I, was, when I was in it, I didn't... I was just kind of going with the flow and accepting kind of treatment that I shouldn't have been accepting and I didn't value you know my health at all Mm. I didn't take care of myself because I wanted to take care of you know my ex at the time like everything all my energy was going into someone else and um, for a year I lost a lot of me so I guess phase three is kind of like that rebuilding period it's like okay let's sit back and see how we can regain that independence and um, see what areas we can really work on and improve on so you're just a better person after this and for mm-hmm. me that was physical health mm-hmm. so I worked out a lot in the beginning I lost a lot of weight but it was kind of like the breakup diet too because mm-hmm. I wasn't like <laughs> eating as much um but I, it, it really helped working out helped my mind you know it distracted me it helped me think about other things and it, it gave me goals to focus on rather than marinating in this like, sadness um yeah so definitely think distracting yourself is good when you do
0: it I think it should come In a little, yeah. and also I think it should come a little later after you've kind of you know gone through the emotions. I don't mm-hmm. think you should suppress it. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, you should definitely feel all that first. Talk it out. Yeah. Reflect. Write it down if you want. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. Well, I didn't get into this period of the healing process mm-hmm. until like three, four months after the breakup. Mm-hmm. The first two months, well, the first week, I was just crying nonstop. Mm-hmm. And the month, like, if anyone brought up his name, like, I would just break down. Mm. So that whole month was just rough, but you have to go through it. Yeah. And a month is, it feels like a freaking long ass time when you're sad, you know? Yeah. So, But you just have to get through it. And then... And you will get through it. Yeah, and you will. That's what you also have to remind yourself. Another tip, kind of, that I like to follow is whenever you're in those moments of breakup and you're feeling so sad, you tend to kind of miss them it's natural to miss them yeah, and be like oh my gosh like you know we could have done so many things and like remember that time when we you know we used to cook together or do this mm, yeah. or that date you get sadder because you're thinking about all the good times you had with this person but also remember all the bad times yeah like, and all the
0: reasons you guys broke yeah up.
1: remember the fights remember the clashing remember why you guys weren't a good fit because that will kind of be
0: bring you back to yeah back Earth. to re- yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah it'll it'll be like wait, I know, I know your mind is wandering into the good times, but just let's, let's take it back a notch and remember why this is the better decision. Exactly. So it's really important to remember the bad times as negative as that sounds, because it just helps you snap back into reality. Yeah,
0: no, that's so true. Yeah, when you get back together and break up,
1: you end up, it's because people are so comfortable with, you know, their ex So they reminisce on all the good times. And that's why people tend to get back together is because they just go back to to what's familiar. Right. And they forget. They kind of, or not even forget, but they ignore why they broke up in the first place. Right.
0: And I'm definitely guilty of that too. Um, In my past relationships, like I've, you know, after we broke up, we would get back together. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you know what's the best decision, right? and you need to just, like, ride with Mm -hmm. that, yeah,
1: for sure, yeah, for sure, so after that, like, first initial month, um, I spent, like, the next couple of months literally, um, going out to happy hour Mm -hmm. every week to just talk about it with my friend that was going through a breakup at the same time, too, so it was just nice to have someone to, like, be sad with and talk about it out loud you know you really need that and um your friends can always 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 be supportive and you know offer different perspective so that's really important and then after that whole period was done I started focusing on myself when I was like a little less sad about it and I could start talking about it openly I feel like that's when you know you're kind of like you're in a better place already when you can talk about it.
0: Yeah. Um, I think for me though, the switch happened. um, I actually listened to this sermon
1: hmm.
0: and it really, it like really stuck with me because I remember it was about identity. And for me, I think I had placed such a heavy, like I placed so much of my identity in this relationship or just relationships in general. Hmm. And just around, I tend to place my value and my worth in how, people view me and how they love me mm-hmm. and i think that when i listened to that it really brought me back and it helped me find a more like stable and firm place to ground my identity in so yeah. that it's not dependent on these people mm-hmm. you know because mm-hmm. i feel like people are gonna disappoint yeah like we're all imperfect yeah. and so it was for me that was the first step to yeah. healing yeah, yeah yeah that's a good that's a good thing because after that, that's when it stopped, like, I, I, that's when I was able to freely start talking about it with my friends, too. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, wow, like, yeah, I think that's such a good thing you realized. And mm-hmm. I think to this day, it's what I always come back to. And I'm like, okay, Esther, like, remember this. This is where your identity stands. And like, for me, it'll always be like faith. and Yeah. So,
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people get devastated after breakups too because they put their value and identity into their significant other. So it feels like a part of them is just gone Mm -hmm. and that's what's really, really hard about breakups. But it's dangerous to do that, obviously, because... You know, if you're gonna put all of your worth into someone else, like you're gonna be left with nothing when that person's gone. Yeah. Right. So it's really important to have that foundation within yourself. Yeah. In order to be in a relationship. And I feel like I'm in a phase where I'm still building that up, which is why like I mean I always joke like, haha, I'm single. When am I gonna marry? <laughs> I always joke like that, but truly on the inside, I know I'm not ready for a relationship. And I've told you mm. this before. And um people are always like, Well, you know, you don't really know when you're ready ever. Mm. But I still feel like there needs to be work done on myself before I get into another relationship. Mm. And I'm still in that healing process, I feel like, because even before this breakup, I was in another relationship for about a year, there was only like a month gap between the two relationships. So Mm. I haven't been single for like the last two years. Well, I've been single for the last year now. Mm. But before that, I was constantly with somebody Mm. so i i'm still in that rebuilding period of like focusing all my energy on myself and Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. um what does that look like for you
1: the rebuilding period for me it's focusing on the things that i've always wanted to do so for example youtube because i was in a relationship i I didn't touch my camera once i didn't care for it because I, i was so preoccupied with the relationship but that was always a part of my life and now that I have alone time, I'm like, oh, remember that that thing you mm-hmm. were doing and you wanted to do so badly back then, but didn't because you were in a relationship. Well, here's your chance to finally grow that and grow your hobbies and skill set. Um, that's one example. Um,
0: okay, so it's more like focusing on your your personal goals and hobbies again. Yeah, and like rebuilding that.
1: Yeah, idea. and through that process, I learn more about myself and mm-hmm. figure myself out. And I'm, I feel like my goal isn't really to like my direct goal isn't really to build myself up I'm just focusing on things that make me happy and then the building will come with that Mm -hmm. and the confidence will come with that right so it's not like I'm going out and looking to like find things that will like make me feel good and confident it's just I'm just gonna do what I enjoy yeah and take it from there see what happens and invest in my own self
0: Mm. wow yeah, <laughs> That's some great advice. <laughs> also, uh,
1: I mentioned this in one of my latest videos, but I do journal a lot too. That really, really helped me get yeah, through me breakups and like I would just write down everything I was thinking and feeling. Like I remember I was like looking back at certain pages and it said like I feel so fucking angry and I'm hurt because mm-hmm. he you know, didn't see value in me for like Mm. long term, like it's just literally being open and honest on paper. Yeah, it lets it all out. And it's just, yeah, it's really, really relieving to do that. So I definitely recommend journaling too. No,
0: 100%. I had a friend actually who was going through a breakup the same time I was Mm -hmm. and she was like, Esther, just write a letter to yourself basically reminding your future self of all the reasons why you guys broke up mm-hmm. so that when you do look back on it again it'll bring you back mm. to reality and be like okay this is why you broke up it's in yeah. your own words like you can't yeah. go back on it kind of thing and so yeah. when i read that back mm. when you know i missed him and all yeah, that it, yeah, yeah. it definitely helps uh, it's
1: it's really really helpful yeah. to do that um <laughs> it's
0: cathartic it's just like a release. Yeah. yeah. I
1: actually have my journal with me, and maybe I should, like, bring it out and read some stuff.
0: Oh my god, really? Yeah, I feel like... Okay. I mean, if you're down... Because we're filming this... I mean, we're recording this in my room, so I have true. it. Okay. <laughs> wow, well, are you scanning and looking through? So, Freja is holding her journal right now, and she does have a lot written here. And I think she's picking a part for her to share with us. Mm.
1: But this was two months after the breakup.
0: Mm, okay.
1: So, on... On this page, it says, I'm not really sure what compelled me to pick up my journal, but maybe it's a positive sign that I'm ready to release, question mark. Or maybe it's a sign that I'm ready to give permanent residence to this breakup. I gave myself like fill-in-the-blank moments. I feel Uh blank and why. So I'm a very logical person, so because I'm logical, I have to write these things down and figure out why I feel the things that I feel and... Just having it all on paper makes it feel more organized, and mm. this is kind of like my Capricorn energy. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I'm a Cap- rising Capricorn. Oh, I was gonna say. Um, but for the I feel lines, a lot some of the words that I wrote down. It says I feel pissed off. I feel
0: rejected. I feel upset. Mm. I mean, those are all feelings that yeah. I feel like people can relate to mm. after a breakup.
1: It says I feel sad because I miss him. Mm. Oh my God, I'm like sh- this is making
0: me shake a little bit because it was just, like, such a broken time. Isn't it crazy? Look, so I was saying this in the last episode, too, how, like, when you read back on your journals, it's it's weird because these are all things that you wrote. Mm-hmm. So you remember how you felt when you wrote it, but at the same time, you don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I,
1: I don't... Yeah. It's not fresh in my memory, right. the exact feelings I was feeling, but... It's really, really cool to look back on this entry right now and read this because it just shows how freaking upset and broken I was at this time. But one positive that I wrote in the list, it says, I'm excited to see who I am in six months Mm. and in a year. So this is where I'm at in a
0: year. It's so neat. Wait, I kind of like that. Yeah. But I feel like if even if you're not on the receiving end of a breakup, breakups are still hard. It's. I I always say I would rather be broken up with than break up with somebody.
1: Mm. I have such a hard time doing the breakup. Yeah, I have I struggle so hard with that. I will dwell on it for months, Mm. and my friends will be like, "You, Frisha, you need to do it now. Like, Mm. get it over with. Like, what are you doing?" But I have such a hard time because I don't want to hurt the person. But also, if anybody is thinking of breaking up with somebody. Break up with them as soon as possible because you're doing the other person an injustice by prolonging that period when you know that it needs to be done eventually. Yeah. With my most recent breakup, I was actually so thankful that my ex broke up with me and didn't prolong it because we did have a lot of things planned, even mm-hmm. at like, you know, in the future in ahead, but regardless of the things that we had reserved and locked down he still ended up you know Mm. cutting off the relationship when he could have just waited until you know we went on that vacation or you know did all these plans I was just thankful like thank you for not wasting my time Mm. because to me time is very precious and you know if he did wait another four months to eventually end it then that's like four months I could have more like four months I could have had for myself you know
0: yeah
1: so I always think You know, doing it as soon as possible is the best thing and the most loving thing you can do for somebody.
0: Yeah. I just thought about like someone being broken up with right now and it made me sad. (laughs) It's so hard. It's hard, but Uh, it's all growth
1: at the end. So, like, breakups are really, really, really freaking devastating, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful. (laughs) It's beautiful at the same time. And.
0: I mean, et- yeah. I feel like any anything can be turned around into something good. Just yeah. It's what you make of it. You so. can't grow unless there's pain. Oh, wow. wow. There's no I flower really... without rain? Is that the quote? Oh, I, I don't know. What it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, our stories of how we got over breakups, like, it could be very specific to us, too. I mean, I've, I'd actually love to hear your guys' tips. So if you want to send those over my way, or if you have any other questions, maybe we could address it in a future episode, or maybe on uh, Frisia's YouTube. Because I know <laughs> you're you're doing Q and A's too. So oh, yeah. yeah, so you can direct them to her Instagram, which is Frisia Park. Yes, and then my Instagram is Esther And yeah, any last closing words or
1: <sighs> just anyone going through a breakup, I feel you. <laughs> I'm here for you and we'll get through it. And you're mm. only going to grow. So take it as an opportunity rather than a loss.
0: Oh, mm. that was sweet. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's it. I'm hungry. <laughs> We're going to get dinner now. So We'll <laughs> see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.